You are listening to the Advisor Solutions Podcast, episode 82. Welcome to the Advisor Solutions Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Finley, president of Advisor Solutions. Do you feel prepared in your business? What I mean is, you know exactly what you're going to do today, and you've mapped out exactly how you're going to do it. Most likely, you've got an idea of what you're going to do today, but you don't know the specifics of what is the best way to do it in order to get the best results. And if so, know this. You are not alone. Most financial advisors, insurance agents, wholesalers, branch managers, and even agency managers don't take the time to prepare for the most important things in their business. And they don't even know it. And the reason they don't know it is because they've never really looked at a step-by-step process for every area of their business to identify what's working and what's not working and why. So what do you do? Well, you have two choices. You can keep doing what you're doing and you're going to keep getting what you're getting. Or you could learn what I call the power of preparation. And that's what we're going to talk about today. So that you can learn a process for knowing what to prepare for and how. So if you're ready to learn a better way to prepare for success, then stick around. So why this topic? Why would you want to learn the power of preparation? Well, think of it this way. If you take the time to prepare for a, let's say, a closing appointment by putting together your recommendations, and you don't take the time to practice a step-by-step process for how you're going to present your recommendations, then you're doing yourself and your prospect a disservice. And that's why I wanted to do this podcast today, because I wanted you to understand that there are certain areas of your business that most advisors and agents never take the time to prepare for. But if they did, they would have much more success than what they have. So what we're going to do today is cover three things. First, the power of preparation, so that you understand why winging it doesn't work. Second, the top three areas of prospecting to prepare for so that you have a real-world example and examples of what successful advisors and agents do to prepare for success. And third, understanding the next level, so you know what to do when you're ready for the next step. Now, before we jump into those three things that we're going to talk about in this podcast, I need to ask you a few questions. What would your business be like and your life be like if you knew exactly what to do to prepare for challenges that you keep having in your business? Would you feel energized? Would you feel empowered? Would you like your business more? And would you apply what you learn? If the answer is yes, then let's begin. The power of preparation. One of the things that I emphasize to my one-on-one coaching clients is the power of preparation for themselves and in their business. In fact, in all aspects of their business. And a lot of times what happens is is that the advisor and the agents don't really know how powerful it is to prepare for for their several different areas of their business until they learn a new way. And once they apply what they learn, they get better results. 
See, the interesting thing is, is that this is when the light bulb moment happens. They get that aha feeling. And really, what happens is, is that they want to repeat the process, so they keep doing the same thing to get the same results or better results. In fact, <laughs> if you've been listening to these podcasts, you probably have noticed a recurring theme, and it goes like this. Number one, the advisor or agent has a challenge. Number two, I, <laughs> the coach, have the solutions. Number three, I teach the solution to the advisor or agent. Number four, they apply the solution. Number five, they report back that they had some better results and more success. And then they repeat the whole process again with a different challenge. Notice what we're doing here. We're preparing to do something different by applying a solution to a problem or problems that they've sometimes had for years. And it all comes down to preparation. So what's the power in being prepared? Well, the power lies in the benefits of being prepared for areas of the business that typically they've had challenges in, like I said, for years. And those benefits, when you are prepared, are the following. Number one, you increase your confidence because you're ready for what could happen. Number two, you get better results because you're using a better process. Number three, you avoid mistakes, <laughs> little things like having people stuck in the pipeline. You avoid those because you know what to do. Number four, you're able to think on your feet because you can expect the unexpected. In other words, you're prepared. And number five, you close more business because you have a step-by-step -step process. Number six, you enjoy your business more because you're working smarter and not just harder. Number seven, you're achieving greater results because you don't just leave things up to chance. You're not winging it. You know what you're going to do. Now, that's just seven benefits of being prepared. I'm just scratching the surface. In fact, it reminds me of a client that I had years ago. Don, and that's not his real name. He was a 30-plus-year veteran insurance advisor. And get this. He was in the Advisor Solutions Group coaching program for months, and I suggested that he become a platinum client. In other words, we would have a coaching session each week. Well, he said that he, he needed to close a big case before he could do it, and if he could close that case, he was in. And that is what we started with. We prepared for the big case. <laughs> this case was a $10 million life insurance policy, and he actually would make $100,000 on that one policy. So I suggested that we prepare for the meeting and that we close it. We worked on it for a few sessions, and he went into the meeting ready. He knew the formula for the meeting. He knew what the questions are that he should ask. He knew what he was going to do when he got any kind of objection at all, and he knew what to do to handle the objections. And it didn't take him long for him to, to call me laughing after the meeting saying that he closed it, and he became a client an individual coaching client, that is. And we continued this process each week for six months. And he had a lot of success. And that's the power in preparation. So by now you might be wondering, well, what is it that you need to prepare for? Well, that is what we're going to talk about next. Next. 
The top three areas of prospecting to prepare for. Knowing that you need to prepare in your business and knowing what to prepare for in your business are two different things. Sure, you might look at your business and, and know that if you had a better way of doing everything, you would most likely get better at everything and get better results. But do you really need to change everything? Probably not. Instead, let's look at these top three areas of prospecting to prepare for as preventive maintenance. Maybe you need some changes, maybe you don't. I don't know, but we'll find out. So let's go to the first one. Prospecting preparation number one, the closing appointment. One of the most common challenges that I've heard often during the last 20, almost 20 years of coaching and 30 years of being in the business is about knowing what to prepare for prior to the closing appointment. It seems that a lot of advisors and agents, pre-appointment time is really spent on preparing hypothetical il illustrations for the product that they're going to recommend or maybe getting quotes on the insurance policies that they're going to recommend. Then, during the meeting, they typically talk about their recommendations until eventually their clients, or in this case prospects, indicate that they're interested or maybe they're not interested. So more of the advisor and agent's time is really spent explaining everything rather than necessarily connecting with them, with the prospect. And it seems that most financial advisors and agents go through a, a learning curve when it comes to the final appointment process. You see, many advisors and agents focus on creating presentations full of charts, graphs, and providing literature explaining the products that they're going to recommend. And they go on and on about these products. Unfortunately, this is typically where the preparation stops. The problem is with that is that there's much more to the appointment than just the recommendations. Think of it this way. If you just watched, let's say, the last 10 minutes of a, a great movie, you might have a very different opinion of it and be wondering why the movie was really bad. You see, you didn't get enough of the movie. You didn't get the setup to it. And this would be because you didn't really experience the story that set up the final scene the last 10 minutes that you watched. <laughs> your, your presentations are the same way. They need a strong beginning, strong middle, and a strong end, not just the end. It takes careful preparation that goes way beyond just planning for the recommendations. You need to prepare everything from small talk, having the prospect answer their any questions, any comments, any concerns, to doing the current portfolio review, all of it. And once you have finished explaining all of the features and benefits of your recommendations, the final step is hearing the objection, if they have one, and resolving any rejections. And then actually asking for the order. See, over the years, after coaching a lot of clients, I decided to create a resource that maps out exactly what to do to make a much better connection with the prospect or client so that they want to buy your recommendations instead of feeling as if they were being sold. <laughs> Nobody wants to be sold, but everybody wants to buy. I've said it so many times, and I believe it. And that's why I created what I call the Advisor Solutions Second Appointment Worksheet Template. 
And so it's really a psychological step-by-step process. I call it the psychology of closing the second appointment. Let me take you through a brief overview of the steps of the second appointment worksheet. We start off with intro (laughs) or small talk to connect with the prospect. And most advisors instinctively do this. But you don't want to be like most advisors. Instead, take a minute to think about what you're going to start the conversation about. What's the small talk about? So that you can utilize that icebreaker moment and connect. And so if they like to play golf, you bring up a question about golf. Hey, did you get a chance to golf this weekend? If they've got grandchildren, hey, did you see the grandchildren this weekend? Or whatever it is. Then you go into summary or agenda. So following the introduction and the small talk, you start with summarizing the appointment so that the prospect understands that there's a beginning, middle, and end to this. Here's an example. I could talk about golf all day, but but I suppose I should summarize what we are, what we are going to talk about. I have an agenda sheet, and what we're going to do is we're going to discuss any questions, any comments, any concerns that you have about me, about the firm, about anything. And then we'll recap your current portfolio. And then what I'd like to do, I'd like, I've got a couple of questions, I've got a couple of comments, and one major concern, even if we never do business. And then I'd like to show you the recommendations, and then we'll just open it up for any questions that you have. Does that make sense? Now, notice what I did here. I helped that person understand that there's a process to this, that this is the agenda, this is what we're going to follow. And I got the buy-in, the buy-in that they understand what we're going to do. And I even sprinkled in, even if we never do any business, which implies a presupposition that maybe we'd aren't going to do any business, and it drops their anxiety. Then I'm going to go to the next step in the process. This is called what I call prospects, questions, comments, concerns. This step is crucial because you want to uncover anything that may come up during the meeting with them. You want to uncover anything that I call a pre-objection. So a pre-objection is the objection they had when they got in the car. (laughs) If you can sprinkle in, what sort of questions, comments, concerns do you have about me, about the firm, about price, about anything? And they come back with a, how much is this going to cost? They just told you, this is going to be their objection. If it costs too much, they're not going to do it. But now you know. Now, here's the point where you don't really want to get through the objection. You just want to get to the objection. And you could follow it up with, well, we're going to cover that in a little bit, but First, let's, let's talk about some other things so you fully understand what I'm putting together. But we'll get to that as well. Any other questions? And then move on. Here's the next step, current portfolio. This is the step in which you, the advisor, whether you're an insurance agent or financial advisor, summarizes what, what you learned during the first appointment. And you start to explain a little bit about how you put your recommendations together so that they understand what you're doing behind the scenes. This is important because you're creating credibility, and that's crucial. Then we're going to go to the next step. The next step is your questions, comments, concerns. Now, this is the heart of it all. This is where you sprinkle in 
your questions, comments, concerns to take them down a path to wanting to buy. And it sounds like this. Hey, before I jump into the recommendations, I've got some questions, I've got some comments, and I've got one major concern, even if we never do business. Do you mind if I ask you a few questions? Now, what we did is we created curiosity. We set the stage for them to wanting to know what's the concern. And what we're going to do is we're going to take them down a path until they come to a conclusion they want to buy. It's called the question path exercise. I won't get into the details because we just won't have enough time. But really what this is all about is taking them down the path to getting them to understand why they should buy. So basically, you finish with something like this. So based on what we talked about, you really have two choices. You can keep doing what you're doing, and you're going to keep getting what you're getting, or you could get an investment vehicle that reduces your taxes, gives you more money in retirement, and makes sure that your family is taken care of if anything happens to you. Of the two strategies, which one do you think is better for you? And watch what they'll do. They'll say, well, I basically need the latter. In other words, they understand why they need your recommendations before you've even shown them the recommendations. That's when we go to the next step, the recommendations. Now, this process is really unique compared to what you've been doing. What we're really doing here is we're just trying to explain what the recommendations are, and then we turn around right there And we say, can you see why that's going to reduce your taxes? Can you see why you're going to have more money in retirement? And so on. We're just sprinkling in those benefits again. Now get this. Here's the part that most people don't get. At this point, you've already sold. They want to buy, I should say. And all you have to do is ask for the order. So based on everything we've talked about, are you comfortable moving ahead? and get ready for this part. This is the last step, the objection. You see, objections are a natural part of the sales process. You want to welcome objections because if you can get through these objections, you're done. And if you have no objections, that's fine. But at this point, they might have an objection. Well, let me think about it. Let me read it over. (laughs) Let me talk to my spouse and so on. And if you have the processes to get through the objection, the smokescreen technique, so you find the real objection, or the objection resolution model process, which is just a four-step process. Empathy, acknowledgement, best question, three benefits, and close. (laughs) And you've got it. You're done. You just closed. And that makes all the difference in the world. So by now, you probably have some questions. I mean, I ran through that pretty quickly. But let me slow down for a second and just tell you a quick story. It's a story about a financial advisor named Scott. And Scott, he was, he was fairly new in the business. And the thing is, is that he really wasn't preparing for his closing meetings until one day I taught him this process. And we used the second appointment worksheet. It's just a template that he fills out before his second appointment, his closing appointment. And the next day, I received an email from him. And it said, quote, last night I had a, a client meeting. Unfortunately, my computer locked up and I couldn't show the client the financial plan. Three things made this come out okay. First, I'd gone through the presentation several times. Second, 
I had the second appointment worksheet template filled out for this client. So I knew exactly what I was going to do. And third, I had an email from the client with the client's most important concerns in the first paragraph. Working from the letter, I was able to describe the client's concerns and get an agreement that these were still his greatest concerns. I was also able to present the information using what I had practiced, along with the second appointment worksheet template that I had filled out, which was the way that I was going to outline the entire meeting. So in this way, not having the computer, which would have been a showstopper in the past, was simply a large inconvenience, unquote. I was excited for him because what he had done right there is he had figured out that preparing for the the meeting and having the second appointment worksheet template was a great way to get ready for this meeting. And of course, he closed. Let's go to the next one. Prospecting preparation number two. The first appointment. Having a successful first appointment means that you've, you've done the following things right. Number one, you connected with the prospect. They like you and they trust you. Number two, you uncovered the prospect's challenges and they now know that they have those challenges. Number three, you help the prospect understand the implications of not fixing the challenge or challenges. Number four, you set the next appointment. That's right. The prospect not only likes you, trusts you, knows that they have challenges, but they have literally committed to meeting with you again because they know that you have solutions. So what is it that you need to prepare for? Well, it reminds me of a client of mine that I had years ago, John, that's not his real name, who had been a financial advisor for over 10 years before he moved to a new firm. Let me explain what I mean. (laughs) He had been in the business for over a decade. He went to a new firm, and he knew that his biggest challenge was getting the second appointment because we looked at his pipeline, his new business strategy list, and he knew getting the second appointment just didn't happen often. He was told when he got to the new firm that he needed to tell the, quote, company story, unquote. And since he was at a new company, he thought, well, he'd do it. He'd tell the company story. The only problem was is that the prospect didn't care about the company story. They didn't care at all. What they cared about was him helping them to reach their financial goals. So I knew that we needed to restructure his first appointment process by focusing on tools and techniques that he already knew about because I had worked with him for a while. And this is what we did to prepare for the first appointment with any and all prospects that he had going forward. Number one, we worked on his questions. It's called spin selling. I did a podcast on this. And really what it is, it's about understanding different types of questions, situational questions, which uncover facts, problem based questions, uncovering problems, implication-based questions, uncovering the implication of not fixing the problem, and needs payoff, uncovering the advisor's value. Number two, he memorized the spin-selling precursors, so he knew how to ask these questions. Number three, he took notes during the meeting so that he had something to come back to. And number four, he focused on empathetic listening, which is a process to let the prospect know that they are being heard. Number five, he worked on the filler formula, which is just a quick little formula where he'd ask a question, they would answer, and he'd sprinkle in a filler in between. 
so that he could build rapport. Number six, he worked on the spin-selling summary, which is really just summarizing all of his notes to come to the very end where he could ask for the order. And number seven, we worked on the close, which is just the conclusion to the spin-selling summary. Number eight, we worked on what to do in between meetings to make sure that they showed up. So we had a follow-up call. Here's what happened to him. He connected with the prospects. In other words, they stopped hearing a commercial and they started feeling connected. They understood what their challenges were and what would happen if they weren't going to get those challenges fixed. He easily took them down a path to, to wanting to meet again, and he never had a problem with the first appointment. I'm sure by now you're starting to see that the power in preparing for the first appointment works. And it works if you know how to do it. So let's go to the next one. Prospecting preparation, number three, the initial contact. The initial contact can make or break your business. Because if you don't properly prepare for what you're going to say in the first 30 to 60 seconds and be ready for handling objections, you're dead in the water. Let me explain what happens when you don't prepare for the initial contact. Number one, you have anxiety because you don't know what to say. Number two, you lose your confidence because people aren't interested. Number three, you can build up a fear of rejection, and you probably will. Number four, you stop prospecting because it's just not fun. Number five, you either wash out of the business or you stay on a production plateau. <laughs> But it doesn't have to be this way. Instead, you could look at the initial contact as a step-by-step -step process that if you know what to do and you're able to prepare for it, it's simple. Take, for instance, Clara. That's not her real name. She was a newer financial advisor, but not really new to business. She had owned a, a theater, actually, that put on place for 25 years, and she had wrote directed, and starred in a lot of those plays. So, she wasn't afraid of people or getting up on stage. She felt it was time for a career change, so she decided to get into the financial services industry. The only problem was, she was lost, and rejection was getting the best of her. Now, nobody showed her what to do. Nobody showed her how to prospect, and she was prepared to do what she needed to do, but she wasn't really good at it. So she called me, and we started working together. So I knew that she needed to not only prepare for her activities, but also to prepare her mind for prospecting. And I knew exactly what to do and how to do it. Here's what we did. We started preparing her mind, and here's how. We worked on her preparation of rejection. I asked her if she, she had ever had a script in any of those plays that she did. She said she, she had a script in every play that she did. She actually laughed at that. And I asked her if she, she ever felt hurt because the other actor said something that made her feel bad. She actually laughed at that too and said, no, it's a play. Then I told her to think of the prospect as having a script. She says her lines. The prospect says their lines. It's not personal. It's just what they say. And that was the light bulb moment. You see, the light bulb came on, and I could tell that 
by her reaction that rejection really wasn't going to be a problem with her. In fact, she replied with, quote, Then I don't care what they say. I just need to be ready with my lines, unquote. <laughs> so we moved to the next step. We started to prepare what she would say. In other words, her lines. And I knew this part was going to be easy for her because she just needed to understand what to say and how to say it and how to be ready for, for anything. In other words, how to pivot based on what they said. And here's what I mean. If they said, quote, I have an advisor, unquote, she would go one way with her rebuttal. Versus, let's say they said, quote, I'm busy, unquote, she would go another way with her rebuttal. So I taught her the following techniques, and we don't have time to go into all of them, but I taught her framing the conversation. It's just a four-step process for what to say in the first 30 seconds. I taught her the smokescreen technique, just a three-step process. When she hears something that she doesn't really believe, like, well, I'm busy. Why don't you call me next week? I taught her the objection resolution model, a four-step process that I've talked about before in these podcasts that just basically gets through the objection. And I gave her a template. She had her script, so to speak, right in front of her. She practiced her lines, and we role-played. And what happened next was amazing. Here's what happened. She lost her fear of rejection. In fact, she didn't even care if they hung up. She just went on to the next call. She got great at knowing what to say, so her confidence grew. She learned to love prospecting, so she did it every day. She was able to easily set appointments because she was prepared. And I'm sure by now you're starting to see that you really have two choices in this business. Either you view this as this and everything else in your business as something to prepare for, or you don't. Now, of those two choices, which one do you think is going to get you to the next level? I think you know the answer. Understanding the next level. So I said we're going to cover three things in this podcast. First, the power of preparation. Check, we did that. Second, the top three areas of prospecting to prepare for. Check, we did that too. Now what we're going to talk about is understanding the next level so that you know what to do when you're ready to take the next step. Now you probably know by now that Preparing for prospecting can mean the difference between just working harder and working smarter. But what you might not know is that getting the right coach and getting the right coaching will help you prepare for prospecting the right way. In fact, if you've been listening to these podcasts, you know that I've been in the business as of this audio for 30 years, and I've been coaching financial advisors and insurance agents since 2004. And as a result... I've taken advisors and agents of every type to the next level. The only real question is, are you ready for the next level? Are you ready for the next step? So what is the next step? Well, I talk about it all the time. The next step is, and it only takes 30 seconds, it's probably the most important step you're ever going to take in your business, and here's why. You could either disregard everything you heard in this podcast and go back to doing what you're doing, or you could Take the next step. You could take the next step in the right direction, 
by taking 30 seconds to shoot me an email that just says, let's talk, and we'll set up a time to talk. So email me at dan at advisorsolutionsinc.com and just write, let's talk, and a little bit about yourself. And I'll reply to that email and give you a few times that we can talk about having a free coaching session. This is absolutely the right step in the right direction because if you do, you'll start a process for getting connections, camaraderie, and ancillary learning, and it's probably what you've always needed. Also, you'll finally be able to have the solutions to help you to fully experience the power of preparation. Well, thank you for listening to this Advisor Solutions Podcast. If you liked what you heard, please be sure to subscribe so you can listen each week. Also, check us out on the web at advisorsolutionsinc.com. And finally, if you like what you heard and you want to know more about the Advisor Solutions Group Coaching Program or the Advisor Solutions Individual Coaching Programs, please email me at dan at advisorsolutionsinc.com. I would be happy to set up a free coaching session if that's what you'd like. Again, that's dan at advisorsolutionsinc.com. Please join us next week as we help advisors and agents build a better business, one solution at a time. We'll be right back.